At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is Greg Peterson Experience on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Hope you all had a wonderful Sunday and hopefully a profitable one as we've got three hours of power to take you through and get a look forward at some Monday Night Football. We're going to be taking a look at these divisional series that we're going to be getting in the MOB. Most books do not have numbers up on Game 1. We saw a few TBD starters, but certainly going to be diving into that a little bit. And we've now got to turn our attention Away from Game 5, aside from obviously the big Monday Night Football game that we are going to be having, and look forward to Week 6 as well. And we've got a great list to help do so, as we've got really five great guests. As In hour number 3, we're going to have a little bit of a roundtable chat with Megan Payton, who does great work over at Wager Talk, and Albert Wynn, you know him better as analytics capper. In hour number 2, as he does every Sunday, David Baker. He is going to be... Taking a look at what we all got in terms of week five, some of his reactions. Take a look forward to week six. He was the 2020 Westgate Super Contest champion. And then in hour number one, looks like we might be getting Dave Tooley in studio, which if that is the case, that is a very nice treat. Treat. Hopefully I read the text correctly on that, but looks like we're going to be getting Dave Tooley in studio. He does an amazing job. Taking a look at a little bit of everything, everything from football, baseball, when it comes basketball season, he does an amazing job. He's got many systems that he utilizes to be able to get to the window. So we're going to be chatting with him in about 15 or so minutes. And then at 1230, we're going to get a little bit of a behind the book look as well. So in about 30 minutes, Dwayne Clucci, who does amazing work 
over at the Rampart Race and Sportsbook is going to be joining me. So we are all locked and loaded for a big weekend. This was an interesting week in terms of the NFL. Really not a lot of trends themselves really stood up because I mean, every time you can bring up a trend from something that we saw on Sunday, you're able to give yourself the reverse. We did see some teams that I'm sure many of you guys took for Survivor go down in a fiery heap of smoke like the Green Bay Packers losing to the New York Giants. And I know that the Jacksonville Jaguars are a very popular one and the Houston Texans, they are able to get it done by a kind of 13 to 6. But I feel like now that we've gotten five weeks down, there are still a few teams that are a little bit of unknowns. I mentioned that Packers versus the New York Giants game. If you think that the Giants look like a 4-1 team right now, you let me know because I'm still not thinking that the Giants are necessarily going to be that world-beater team. I'm starting to warm up on them as well because I do think that you have to look at things one of two ways. You can be a little bit down on a team that maybe is 4-1 and one and not necessarily think that they're that good, but you also play the schedule that's out in front of you, and you can't take away from a team the wins that they have been able to achieve. To use a little bit of a college basketball reference, I still remember time and time again in like January and February, everyone saying that Providence was like the most lucky team ever in terms of college basketball. All they did was win, and that reflects upon coaching. The Giants this offseason, they brought in a gentleman by the name of Brian Dable, and you know what? He's been able to do a very good job with his team, much better than Mr. McAdote was doing a few seasons ago. So the Giants clearly upgraded their coaching staff. I think that that is having a big impact. I don't know if this is going to be withstanding, but you can tell that they're able to do a solid job, and they really did a good job of tailoring the system to what they were going to be able to get out of Daniel Jones because I think the big question was, not only was Daniel Jones going to be able to play, we found out towards the end of the week that, yes, indeed, we were going to be getting Daniel Jones, but it's a little bit more mobile than I think many of us were thinking it was going to be as well. And then with the Green Bay Packers, just not a good effort, especially in that fourth quarter, but just overall in the second half after they were able to get up by two scores, it just did not go their way. But I do think that that is something a little bit of a takeaway. The Vikings are now 4-1 as well, and the Vikings were a team that coming into the season I was relatively lukewarm on. I didn't think that they were quite going to be able to have enough to win the division. I thought that maybe if you were looking at a plus-money team that could be able to make a run in the postseason, though, that they were certainly that. They take down the Chicago Bears, which the Bears being 2-3, and three, that's another team that's like, yeah, they probably are even worse than their 2-3 and three record, but the Vikings, they are able to get it done as they have won each of their last three games by one score or fewer, and once again, I do think that that's a little bit indicative of coaching and the Vikings this offseason. Guess what they did? They made a little bit of a coaching change as well. And then you've got a team that is now, I believe, 0-27 in their last 27 when a team has scored 17-plus points on them. And that would be the Carolina Panthers with dead man walking Matt Rule, which somehow, some way, the fact that he has coached long enough for his team to go 0-27 in games of which they have allowed opponents to score 17 points or more is just absolutely mind-numbing. They lose to the San Francisco 49ers 37-15 to in a game that I really just felt like it was a lifeless effort in general out of the Carolina Panthers. They've got Christian McCaffrey, and I mean, even with him in the fold, he can't bail out Baker Mayfield and what we saw out of him, an interception. He completed once again fewer than 60% of his passes. It's just not a great ordeal out there in Carolina and as we all know with the old saying 
If you've got two quarterbacks, you really have none. One of those quarterbacks is currently hurt in Sam Darnold. And if you're wanting to go a little bit deeper as well when it comes to Matt Corral, I do think that he, there's a chance that the Panthers are probably going to give him some run once he is able to be healthy. That is going to be more towards the 2023 season, but I do think that he might be a little bit more of the future for this Carolina Panthers team because, well, if the future is trotting out their Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold for a whole bunch of starts, well, you think that it's a dumpster fire right now for the Carolina Panthers? Imagine 2023, 2024 and beyond if they are locked in on that as it is not going well for them, but that is what I think is big right now because you're able to see some of these teams that maybe they don't have the world's greatest record, but they're giving you a lot of fight. A team that I think can sort of be that Detroit Lions team of last season. I've been talking about them a little bit, and they proved it once again today. That is Houston Texans. They were an underdog of a touchdown, and they didn't even allow seven points in this game. So they were able to do a nice job on that front. Lovey Smith, another new coach, was coming. He's got the guys fighting hard. Are the Houston Texans outgunned in a lot of their games? Absolutely. I mean, you got Davis Mills at quarterback, which among the second-year quarterbacks, honestly, is out of Justin Fields right now, that's for sure. But with the Houston Texans, they're doing a good job of just knowing some of the personnel that they've got, doing a good job of mixing and matching, utilizing energy and effort. Another team that is doing that as well, and they did not get the result that was deserved to them. That's the Atlanta Falcons. They lose the Tampa Bay Buccaneers by kind of 21 to 15. And I do think that oftentimes, and this goes for all sports, whether it be like Duke getting calls on their home floor in college basketball. We talk about the star quarterbacks getting the flag for roughing the passer. In baseball, you have like Albert Pools up at the plate, a close pitch. Maybe that goes his way. Meanwhile, you might get that called strike for someone like a Garrett Cole in baseball. You're able to go down the line of star players, star teams that oftentimes they do get the call. And sometimes I do think that that is overblown quite a bit. Now, there are occasions where there is something where it's like, maybe it's a little bit subtle. I think this one was pretty darn blatant as, yeah. If you had the Atlanta Falcons money line, all I could say is, I pour one out for you. I really do feel for you. Anyone with points, this did not affect you. You were still able to get to the window, and rightfully so. A good effort from the Atlanta Falcons, especially for Marcus Mariota. Last week, went 7 of 19. He didn't throw any touchdowns in this game. Much, much more composed. Needed to be because Cordell Patterson was out of the fold. He was dealing with Tyler Algier and Caleb Huntley getting the carries. And the Falcons, another one of these pesky teams that, yeah, they don't have the talent of a lot of the teams in even their very division. Just look at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers once they get fully healthy. But a team that is able to give you some relatively good fight, you're able to bank on them week in and week out to be able to cover the spread. And as a matter of fact, the Atlanta Falcons, they are the only team in the NFL that is currently undefeated against the spread. And they were able to get the job done once again. So I do think that that is something to take a look at. And now you've also got a few teams that are a little bit pesky and teams that we were relatively bearish on just a few weeks ago. We've got to be having to reevaluate the way that we take a look at them moving forward. And by this, I mean everyone after week one buried the Dallas Cowboys. And I will admit it. I was one of those people I had thought after Dak Prescott went down with an injury, it's like, well, this is bad news bears for the Dallas Cowboys. There's no way they're going to be able to compete in this division. Give it to the Philadelphia Eagles right now. And the Eagles had a relatively tough time with the Arizona Cardinals. They get the job done against the Cardinals. Very, very far from sexy. They don't cover that spread. And for the Dallas Cowboys, all of a sudden, they've run off four straight wins. And 
I'm sure that there might have been people like me as well that if you handicap these games individually, there was value on the Dallas Cowboys, in my opinion, in all four of these games. I like the Dallas Cowboys against the LA Rams. I certainly th- thought that they would be able to take down the Commanders. I took them on the money line in Monday Night Football against the New York Giants. And then against the Cincinnati Bengals, I wasn't thinking that Cooper Rush was going to be able to get the outright win and start number one, but seeing him as a little bit north of a touchdown underdog, I was willing to nibble on that as well. They were one of my circumillions picks that week. And with the Dallas Cowboys, it's just a team that is really showing that it's not just about the quarterback. It's not just about the explosive offense because I would argue right now you've got the best core on any side of the ball in all of football with this Dallas Cowboys team, and that's the way that they are able to defend the pass, and I think that that is so important. And give credit where credit is due. I'm talking about some of these first-year coaches, how they're able to ignite a little bit of spark, and I was also talking about Matt Rule and how that's really bad, how he currently has a job. I have absolutely no idea, but a coach that has been dogged by, especially myself, being a native of the great state of Wisconsin, is Mike McCarthy. And, I mean, we were all talking about, oh, is Sean Payton going to be the next coach of the Dallas Cowboys next year? Are they perhaps going to be looking within their own organization? They came Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy has pulled off a really, really good stretch here for the Dallas Cowboys. He's got these guys fighting hard, so give all the credit in the world. And just like players can turn a corner, coaches can as well. I feel like Mike McCarthy has actually been able to do that, and this has been his finest hour with the Dallas Cowboys. And one of the finest hours that you're going to find on this network is whenever Dave Tooley is able to join. He is at View from Vegas. He does an amazing job taking a look at all betting markets. He is going to be joining me next to recap this NFL week and turn it forward here on the Greg Peterson Experience on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs, 
Yeah, like check out these hair. I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. <laughs> hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got him. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. You're experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSN, the sports betting network. Get in on the football action this season with Hulu Plus Live TV, Football Extravaganza. Compete for free for a share of 55000 in a two-way predict what will happen in three college football pools and then make your picks for eight fantasy NFL contests. Head on over to DraftKings.com slash Hulu NFL now to play for free. Hulu Plus Live TV, like cable, only better. Terms and conditions at other eligibility restrictions, they do apply. See DraftKings.com for details. We're back here in lovely Las Vegas, and it's, it is the Greg Peterson experience here on Visa, the Sports Betting Network, and look who's joining yeah. me at the desk. Typically, we are joined by a phone by Dave Tooley, <laughs> but decided tonight, Dave wound up coming in studio, and Dave, it is a pleasure to have you in the flesh today. Thank you. Oh, no problem. This is actually my first Visa in the show I've ever doing in studio. Very nice. <laughs> um, I'm I mean, honored. At, at Circa. I actually did one radio call-in show for Cleveland in the studio <laughs> one time just because it was the only quiet place in the casino. Oh, <laughs> yes. It is very noisy. It is a happening place out here in Las Vegas. And what else is happening is just what we've been seeing in general in the NFL. And we were talking about this a little bit off air. One takeaway that I've really had from this NFL season is that the teasers that were doing so well at this point last season, because last year you had so many people that were in good shape and survivor, all the touchdown favorites they were hitting. We saw today a pair of touchdown plus underdogs be able to win outright as very nearly should have had three with the Atlanta Falcons, but that's a story for another day. But the Jaguars, they fall to Houston Texans. We see the Giants in London take down the Green Bay Packers. And I think that that's a big takeaway that I've had. Books are doing really well on these teasers. Yeah, last year I was 50-50 with my against the spread bets. But the teasers carried me every week. I, I was writing about it every week. I was like, hey, <laughs> teasers is the way to go. It, it just seemed way more formful last year that, you know, even if, you know, favorites weren't always winning, again, they were getting, the, you know, within a teaser, the seven, eight point favorites uh, down to minus one or minus two were, were still coming in. And likewise, the dogs teasing up over a touchdown uh, were also hitting at a high rate. And what do you attribute this to? Because the scoring mm-hmm. is honestly down and, that I think is actually intriguing. Do you think there might be a little bit more value with teasing up some of these underdogs at this point, just because scoring has been a little bit down though. I'm sure that you will remind me of this as well. This was really the top week for overs thus far this season as well. Um, actually there's, I had the unders uh, going eight and six, uh, today. Oh and, yeah. And, and actually the undergoing, uh, on uh, Thursday night as well. So nine and six for the week. But I think the uh, the, the underdogs again still cashing, staying close. 
for the most part. I mean, there's obviously outliers like the Bill Steelers. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you wouldn't have been teasing that one, that one line anyway. And uh, yeah, fourteen point teaser uh, wouldn't have got you there <laughs> anyway. So, uh, but yeah, the uh, I mean, the dogs uh, again. There was definitely parity in the NFL, and so yeah, if you can tease those dogs up over a touchdown, um, I think that's the way to go. Yeah, it certainly has been intriguing to take a look at that all season long. And then just something else that was a little bit of a takeaway for myself as well is that we've got a couple four and one teams that it feels like there's a little bit of fool's gold with them. Like the Minnesota Vikings have been far from sexy. They're <laughs> currently four and one. The Giants, who I mentioned, as north of a touchdown underdog. They get it done outright against the Green Bay Packers. And hey, they were north of a touchdown underdog in what I think we both agree, a very neutral environment out there in Europe. And that has been really a little bit of a takeaway for myself. There are some teams with records right now that they might not be as bad as their said record, and they also might not be as good as their record. I'm, I mean, you got to give the Giants a lot of credit. I just still don't view them as a team that should be 4-1 and one at this point. Yeah, a, a number of teams like that, but again, it just gets back to the whole um, parody in the NFL, and so many of these games, it's coming down. It's a, a fine line between winning and losing. You, a lot of times it comes down to one or two plays. Absolutely. And then when it comes to a little bit of a teaser as well, because we've been talking about these and how they've been a little bit more volatile this season. I know that you've still got one that is in play and it's going to be involving the Monday Night football game that is involving the Chiefs and the Raiders. This has been a line that has been at a touchdown all week long. It has not moved to this point. I would be surprised if we don't see a little bit of movement on game day, but Toronto's game anywhere between 51 and a half and 52. What did you tease the what, what did you tease the Chiefs with as I know you had your other teaser like come through this Sunday? Yeah, I'm actually live from the Vikings to the Chiefs and the uh, Browns to the Chiefs heading into uh, Monday night. But you know, for people looking to play that game, I wouldn't be opposed. I usually don't like to include the over-unders with, with my teasers. But uh, yeah, Chiefs minus one and over 46. I look, it looks like it should be a shootout with the Chiefs and Raiders. I uh, don't expect either defenses to really step up there. But uh, for people looking ahead to the week six lines, uh, Tampa Bay is minus seven and a half at Pittsburgh. Um, some people might think that line is short just on the spread, but uh, on the teaser, you can tease it down to minus one and a half. So I think, yeah, Chiefs minus one to Tampa Bay minus one and a half looks really good. And I also like uh, Seattle Seahawks. Uh, they're getting two and a half against Arizona Cardinals. Uh, yeah, teasing them up to plus eight and a half. And I do think that it is really important to dive in on these teasers early as well because the most popular teaser that I mean, we're probably going to see all year long was that Packers teasing them with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers game, which the Buccaneers game was an almighty sweat because they open up more around an eight, eight and a half point favorite. They get up to 10. So then if you're trying to tease on game day, if you're trying to tease just towards the back half of the week in general, you're not going through the seven and the three, which is always preferred with teasers. Right. So I do think that it is very important in terms of these lines. And when it comes to what we're going to be seeing in week six as well, this is not probably going to be as much of a teaser candidate. Actually, it could be a teaser candidate with the San Francisco 49ers and the Atlanta Falcons. You're below that seven threshold, but I know you like a little bit of something in terms of this 49ers versus Falcons game, a Falcons team that, well, they've been very good against the spread thus far. Yeah, uh, very surprisingly. I mean, I mean, I was I was high on Marcus Mar Mariota. I I thought he could do fine in Atlanta, but I didn't think he had the weapons around him uh, to really cover as as much as they've been doing. But uh, but yeah, they they put points on the board. Um, they usually give up a lot of points too. But I, I think yeah, playing at home, uh, getting a, yeah, five and a half 
against against the 49ers, I think they can keep that within a field goal. Yep, and they were the 49ers were going up against a Panthers team that, well, they are currently on my list of teams that I probably don't want to be firing in on too much as they've lost their last 27 games when they give up at least 17 points, a streak in which I don't know if we're ever going to see again. That is relatively remarkable, but going back to the Monday night game that you were talking about a little bit earlier, I know that you talked about teasing that total up between the Vegas Raiders and the Kansas City Chiefs, something I know that you've been documenting is these primetime unders as well. And I think that that's something that's very intriguing too because with the Raiders, no doubt this has been a brutal, brutal defense. And now they're going up against the Kansas City Chiefs team that in the last time they were on in primetime against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they were certainly able to light it up. So I feel like you've got two sort of contrasting things. Mm-hmm. The primetime unders and... The fact that the Kansas City Chiefs are just completely unstoppable with Patrick Mahomes under center. Yeah, that's really going to test it. Uh, yeah, both the uh, Thursday night and the Sunday night game uh, this weekend stayed under. So, yeah, primetime unders are 11 and 4 yeah. on the season. And, uh, but yeah, I, I would, uh, this might be the one that, that breaks it. But like I said, I'll, I'll probably, I'm going to be teasing the, uh, you know, probably the Chiefs and the over teaser, I think, is the way to go there. Yep, I do think so as well. Although I do say, with the 51 and after a 52, I'd be feeling a little bit more trepidation there. So I'm with you. I think on the teaser, you feel much more secure on that spot. And when it comes to primetime unders as well, looking forward to Thursday, you've got the Washington Commanders and the Chicago Bears. So even if you see the primetime unders get broken in this one, <laughs> I don't have any faith in Washington and Chicago being able to get over 39 and a half slash 40 points. I don't know if either team gets to 17. So. Yeah, that could be one that is able to be a nice confidence booster for them. And then, Dave, as we know, football reigns supreme this time of year. But there's some big-time baseball games, and we really don't have lines for game one. As of right now, there's quite a few TBD starters. They're starting to come out as anyone that's taking a look at the San Diego Padres who were able to get the win Sunday night against the New York Mets. It appears as though Mike Clevenger is going to be going in game one for them against a to-be-determined starter for the Dodgers. I would have to think it's probably going to be Julio Arias. That is subject to a little bit of change, but just my personal guess. But I know that you've got one series in particular that you're taking a look at the underdog in. Yeah, I've really been impressed with the Seattle Mariners. Yeah. Uh, they're just complimentary baseball. They, they can do the long ball. They can play small ball. Um, you know, their manager the other day said that they belong, and, and I, I believe it. I mean, I, I think they fundamentally they, they look really good. I mean, obviously, game one against Verlander. That's <laughs> going to be a tough one. Yeah, it's going to be a tough one. But, uh, yeah, yeah see, uh, Mariners, I'm going to call them the Seahawks. Uh, the Mariners, uh, yeah, two to one, plus 200 uh, for the series prices, I, I think, is play. For one, I do that from time to time. You're talking about football, you're talking about <laughs> baseball, and then the Seahawks become the Mariners. I have done that all too many times, so I have no fear there. And then something to talk about to take a look at as well. If you have a little bit of trepidation with Verlander, would you maybe advise staying off the series price until after game one? Because I do think that that is going to be the toughest game for the Mariners. Um, It might be, but I, in generally in these cases, I like to just go ahead and bet it because, mm-hmm. you know, the last thing you want to do is win game one. And then you, <laughs> yeah. all of a sudden you're, you're a favorite, right? Um, although they probably wouldn't. Well, five-game series, they may or may not be a favorite if they win game one. But, uh, again, I, I would more be more inclined to bet game one and then re-bet after game one with another series price. Absolutely. Always do appreciate it, Dave. Thank you so much for coming right. in studio, my friend. And coming up next, we go to the Rampart, and we chat with Dwayne Colucci, racing sportsbook director over there here on Beeson Sports Bank Network.
Bet Rivers Sportsbook app has a huge number of live streaming events every day. Bet Rivers Sportsbook has great offers, including a $250 match bonus on your first deposit, and all bonuses are only one time playthrough. Amazing offers and great customer service makes Bet Rivers your hometown sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, playable in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, New Jersey, and Pennsylvania. See the Bet Rivers Sportsbook app for details. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. In Indiana, call 1 800 9 with it. Or in Colorado, call 1 800 522 4700. Playable in New Jersey as Play Sugar House. Check out the VEASAN store for the latest and greatest in sports betting fashion. We have more than 40 shirt designs, including our most popular one, Cash and Tickets is what it's all about. You'll find VEASAN shirts and hats for any occasion, and they're all made to order so you can find the right design, color, and size perfect just for you. You'll find VEASAN hats and even VEASAN coffee mugs all in our online store. Just go to VEASAN.com store and order now. That's VEASAN. on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The temperature might be cooling off, but the fall sports are heating up on Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. Bet Rivers is your go to sportsbook for all the latest lines, odds, and boosts for pro football, college football, basketball, and hockey. Now is the perfect time to join Bet Rivers. New bettors will receive up to $500 in free bets when they make a first-time deposit using the code SPORTS. Go to BetRivers.com or download the BetRivers app today as it is a whole new game. As We're back here in lovely Las Vegas for the Greg Peterson Experience right here on Visa, the Sports Betting Network. We will be joined by Dwayne Colucci in just a second to take a look at how things went for the books as it was a very intriguing week this week. And I'm sure that Dwayne is going to be able to lend a little bit more light on this as you saw a lot of teasers go down, which that's something that is a big deal for a lot of these books because we've seen more and more teaser liability in recent years, especially because of something we were talking about with Dave Tooley in the last segment who joined me in segment in studio. A big thanks to him for joining me right here on the Greg Peterson Experience. But that's a big deal when you could kill a lot of these teasers like the Green Bay Packers being a nine-point favorite, them going down in a fiery heap of smoke. Didn't need to... Uh, probably tease down the Jacksonville Jaguars as much, though that number of seven, typically once you get up to seven and a half, eight, that's where you tease a little bit more, but certainly I'm sure that they were probably a popular teaser leg. They are unable to get the job done. The, the Vikings, they were able to as a little bit more of a teaser leg along with the Buccaneers, especially if you took that a little bit earlier in the week, but that was a big deal for a lot of books. And then on top of that, a lot of times you're going to be finding this just with, in general, these primetime games, you get a little bit of standalone game. And this is for most sports in general. I find this quite a bit in college basketball, too. But you get a primetime game like the Cincinnati Bengals and the Baltimore Ravens. It's a good old get-out, get-even special. And you got a lot of people piling on the, on the favorite. You got a lot of people piling in on the under. And both came through on Sunday Night Football with the Cincinnati Bengals. They get it. They get the cover by a count of 19 to 17. The Ravens went outright, and a lot of people do have our good friend John Harbaugh to thank. I was talking quite a bit about coaching in the first segment, and a little bit strange that Harbaugh did not go for it on fourth and essentially a half a yard inside the Bengals' five-yard line. That's one where I recognize that you go from 13 to 10 to 16 to 10, but you still can get beaten by a touchdown. That's one that you would like to see him go for it there. I personally am 
one of those guys that's like, man, you've got Lamar Jackson. You finally have a healthy stable of running backs as well after last season. J.K. Dobbins and company were all out of the fold. That's one that you'd like to see the Ravens go for. But certainly if you were an underbetter, you were very enthralled about that as the total between 47.5 and 48. That does remain under the total. And you did see the Baltimore Ravens get the outright win, but not so much a cover. So that was one that I did think really stood out to me. And then something else that really stands out as well is maybe we're starting to underrate the L.A. Chargers as well because with the L.A. Chargers just... In general, this has been one of the most herky-jerky teams in all of the NFL, and they're a team that, I'll admit, I have a little bit of a tough time gauging as well. I took them laying a, a point and a half today. I very nearly said a run and a half because I'm relating a little bit to baseball at that point, but with the Chargers, they do enough to be able to get the job done by a count of 30-28, to 28. and Justin Herbert, he's starting to look a little bit more like himself, and week by week, he is starting to get healthier and healthier with those ribs, so... And it's something that's very big. And it always helps when you have a guy like an Austin Eckler to, oh, I don't know, put up 173 yards on 60 carry, 16 carries and get a touchdown. And still, even in a loss, I was actually relatively impressed by the Cleveland Browns. The defense certainly didn't hold up, but this offense is looking relatively solid with Jacoby Brissett. And something that I think is so important when it comes to handicapping in general is taking a look at some of these teams. And even though they lose, it doesn't mean that you need to like completely drop them. And just because a team win doesn't mean that you necessarily need to completely upgrade them as well. You can sometimes downgrade a team that ended up with a win. There are some games where you take a look at both teams and you're like, man, you know what? This is really impressive. I think both teams, I was thinking a little bit too low of them and vice versa. You could think, man, maybe I was thinking too highly of both of these teams. This is a complete stinker of a performance. I'm looking at you Thursday night football between the Indianapolis Colts and the Denver Broncos, two teams that I wasn't thinking too highly of to start with, but I mean, their stock was pretty much like Enron that night, just going down, down, down as the scoring. Well, it just was not happening in general, but I do think that that is something that is very important to take a look at. And I will say this, one team that probably I do need to take a little bit of a different look at, the New York Jets are three and two, and you know what? Even though I'm still not necessarily sold on Zach Wilson, this win that we saw from the New York Jets, not necessarily based on the great performance of Zach Wilson, but it appears as though he's got a team around him that is able to help rally and was certainly able to do a good job against the Miami Dolphins. 42-17 final as with the New York Jets. Now if you take a look at both of the main New York teams, if you're looking at the three in total, very good record for both as between the Giants and the Jets, they are a combined Seven and three. And if you include in there the Buffalo Bills, they are 11 and four overall, which I don't think a lot of people thought we'd be sitting here towards the tail end of week five with only Monday Night Football left to play. And the New York teams as a whole are 11 and four. We could see it coming with the Buffalo Bills. I mean, the Buffalo Bills, they have just been very impressive. And they put a walloping on the Pittsburgh Steelers, which if you saw their social media feed, by the way, very, very hilarious tweet with them tweeting out, a picture of like Mr. Rogers drawing an L and crayon and advising the Pittsburgh Steelers to utilize crayon when writing out their L's, which I thought was hilarious. But now with the Miami Dolphins, I think that they are now going to become the most fascinating team to handicap in general because we've seen the Miami Dolphins have their triumphs. They already knocked off the Buffalo Bills. They were able to get the job done as well when they took on the Baltimore Ravens, having that big comeback with Tua. But who knows what Tua is going to be back at the fold, and it was the Skylar Thompson show today. 
If you're wondering who Skylar Thompson is, seventh round pick out of Kansas State. And I mean, Skylar Thompson was okay while he was at Kansas State, but not necessarily a guy that you want leading your team as you try to be able to make a postseason push and an entire AFC East outside of our good friends, the Buffalo Bills. And it's now a very, very intriguing division in general. So we shall see where they go from there. But certainly with the Jets, Brees Hall, any fantasy owners of him have to be very, very enthused with what we saw and for the New York Jets. They did a nice job being able to pressure the Miami Dolphins and with the Jets in general. It is a befuddling team because one of their wins came against the Browns in one of the most lucky situations that you're ever going to find in your life. They got the win, but they didn't necessarily look too impressive against the Pittsburgh Steelers team. That Something else I think is very, very much needed as well as taking a look at some of these wins in the rear view mirror because we take a look at a win like the Jets taking down the Pittsburgh Steelers. And now as things are going on and on throughout the season, that win just gets diminished a little bit. Meanwhile, if you take a look right now at the Philadelphia Eagles win over the Minnesota Vikings, yeah, I don't necessarily think that the Vikings are that rock-solid 4-1 team that we see, but we thought that it was a big win at the time. We were wondering if that was going to be diminished or not based on what we see moving forward from the Minnesota Vikings. It just reconfirms the fact that that was a big win. So I do think that that is something that is very important to do. And then you just have teams in which I was talking about in the last segment with the Carolina Panthers, a team that I crossed off my list. This guy has been on there for a very long time. The guy that I really just don't want to be putting money on in general unless we see something completely different or we see an outlier of a number. Now, you always are betting numbers and not players slash teams. So there always is going to be a buy point even with this gentleman. But Carson Wentz. Yeah, another bad interception at a time in which it was not needed. I mean, by the way, on a little bit of a humanity note, very good to see Brian Robinson out there for the Washington Commanders, but Titans were able to get it done by kind of 21 to 17 and one of the more intriguing games of the week in terms of the line movement because this game opened up as a relative pick -em. and then you saw the seam come in on the Tennessee Titans. They get up in a lot of spots so more around minus two and a half midway through the week, and then you see a little bit more buyback on the Washington Commanders. Game lands on a pick -em in a lot of spots. I think the DraftKings actually closed the Commanders as a very slight one-point favorite. I think that there was a book or two in which the Titans closed as a very narrow one-point favorite as well, but it was a relative pick -em game. And lo and behold, two guys that you probably don't want to be putting too many shekels on in our good friend Ryan Tannehill over with the Tennessee Titans and Carson Wentz. It turns out to be the Titans that get the win. And those are always some of the most difficult games to handicap. Two guys in which maybe are a little bit more on your fade list. Two guys or I should say two teams in this case, but I mean, for me, it's two quarterbacks that are on my fade list and two teams that in general, you don't want to be backing too much. Maybe you're a little bit lower on than most bookmakers. You don't understand where their numbers are coming from. They clash. This was one where I decided, you know what? I'm just going to roll the dice on the Tennessee Titans because I really do think that the Washington Commanders are a fade, and that turns out to be the case. By the way, who would have seen this coming? They're right now in the NFC East, we have got a total of six losses between those four teams. The Washington Commanders have four of them. So they've got 66% of the division's losses. Not necessarily surprised that the Commanders are one in four. I am surprised that they've got 66% of the division's losses at this point. But with that said, we've taken a look back at a lot of what we've seen from week five. Now let's take a look at the last game for week five, Monday Night Football, next here on the Greg Peterson Experience on Beeson, the Sports Bank Network. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You're experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSIN, the sports betting network. The NHL season has officially begun and our hockey experts are ready with all the action as the VEASAN Hockey Season Prep Guide is now available with strategies and best bets for the season at Get in-depth analysis from our hockey experts, including Andy McNeil, with predictions for teams and players, win totals, daily betting tips, season-long trends to watch, plus three things every new NHL better should know. This guy is a must-have with key insights and data for both avid hockey betters and those a little bit newer to the sport. Give yourself an edge this season and get the VEASAN Hockey Season Prep Guide by becoming a VEASAN Pro subscriber today at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. As we're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. And we've taken a look back at a lot of what we're going to be seeing for week five of, or what we did see for week five of this NFL season. But we've got one big game that is going to be coming up for Monday Night Football. Let's run through that right now. And then in hour number two, I'm going to give you guys just a little bit of what we're going to be seeing in general with regards to the American League Divisional Series and the National League as well as that is going to be heating up on Tuesday. We saw the last of the wildcard games get going with the Mets losing to the San Diego Padres by kind of 6-0. And, well, thoughts and prayers to any of you guys that are New York Mets fans. That was a sad, sad way for the Mets in the season. They win 101 games, but... They lose that critical series to the Atlanta Braves. They come up snake eyes here against the San Diego Padres as they had more ears checked on Sunday than they had it. Not good. So we shall 
turn the page there and let's take a look at Raiders versus Chiefs for Monday Night Football. This is a line that just really has not moved very much. We've seen a little bit of a hike up in terms of the total. Right now, you're finding it in a lot of spots at a 51 and a half to a 52, but Chiefs pretty much across the board. They are a touchdown favorite, and typically, I do like to take a few more underdogs and favorites. As a matter of fact, all five of my Circa Millions picks for this week were on underdogs, but the one favorite that I was really considering is the Kansas City Chiefs because the Raiders just aren't a team that has been very competitive this year in general with the Raiders. There have been some mind-numbing decisions in general. Now, I do recognize that they have lost their first three games out of the three losses that they've taken all by six points or fewer, and then they get that win against the Denver Broncos. But that Broncos nine-point win was really because of that scoop and score, which they got a little bit of good fortune on because, well, Melvin Gordon was really having his fumbling issues. They probably should have addressed that a little bit too much. And the Broncos in general have a brain-dead head coach at this point and our good friend Nathaniel Hackett. But with the Raiders, one thing that you can bank on is I do think that the offense is going to be able to move the ball, and I do think that they are going to be able to have success. Hunter Renfro coming back for the team, I do think he's relatively big. He's missed each of the last two games for the team, a relatively good slot wide receiver. Now, it's been a dead bit of a rough start to the season for him in general in the two games. They has played, but I do think that he is going to be able to pick it up. Still have Devontae Adams, who it's been interesting to take a look at his usage in general because you just still go back to that Tennessee Titans game, and they were really doing a good job of feeding him the ball in the first half, and the second half came up a bit more, shall we say, small in that one in the Arizona Cardinals game. They were trying to get him the ball, and Derek Carr just really wasn't able to do so. Just two catches on seven targets, so I do think that the Raiders need to really try to be able to find ways to be able to get Devontae Adams the ball in general. But when it comes to Josh Jacobs, someone that we thought was going to be a little bit in the halfback doghouse, especially after he was seeing meaningful carries in that Hall of Fame game going back to the preseason, he's really been able to ignite and had his best week of the season against the Denver Broncos. So that is something that is encouraging for this Raiders team. So if I am looking anywhere, I do think to the point that Dave Tooley was mentioning a little bit earlier in this hour, this could be that primetime spot in which there might be a little bit of value on the over two, just because with the Kansas City Chiefs, something that I've noticed with this team, as long as Andy Reid has been the coach, is the defense, it is typically very, very poor to begin the season, and then it rounds into form as the season goes along. You take a look at what they did during the 2021 campaign. We were talking about the Kansas City Chiefs defense being one of the worst in all of NFL history. And then from there, they did a good job. They hunkered down, and they were really able to contain their opponents. Take a look at them this season. They've given up 20-plus points in every one of their games thus far. You go back to 2021, what I was alluding to a little bit earlier. First five weeks of the season, they had allowed at least 29 points in every one of those games. From there, I think that they allowed more than 29 points in just one of their remaining regular season games. This is a Chiefs defense that it takes a little bit of time for them to round into form darn near every single year, and I don't think that they're quite there. Now, I don't think that they're quite as far off as they were last season either. Last season, it was just a complete and utter dumpster fire for this defense, but still, you have a little bit of something to be desired in that secondary, especially now that they don't have Tyron Matthew anymore. I feel like that's been a little bit of a changeover for the team, and I do feel like they're having some issues on that side of things, but also... You've got yourself Patrick Mahomes under center. And when you've got yourself Patrick Mahomes under center, I always say in terms of the Ric Flair mentality, whenever it be the champ, you've got to beat the champ. And Patrick Mahomes, he is right now the champion of all NFL quarterbacks, in my opinion. This guy is the best on planet Earth 
as far as I see it, he has been able to do an amazing job all season long of just gashing all these defenses. And I do think that he's going to be able to gash a bad one for the Las Vegas Raiders. I think that that's very fair to say. The Raiders have been able to score points, but at the same time, they have certainly been giving them up. And what I think is also very important as well is to just continue to feed Clyde Edwards a layer of the ball because what I really liked from the Kansas City Chiefs last week is that they really tried to establish a ground game. Previous week against the Indianapolis Colts, Clyde Edwards-Alaire had as many rushing yards as Greg Peterson. They then came out against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, albeit a little bit of a banged-up Tampa Bay Buccaneers team. They got him the ball 19 times, 92 yards. That is really what you like to see. Even a team as high and mighty as the Kansas City Chiefs, they do need to have a little bit of balance. That is something that is very important, even in a little bit more of a passing league in general. So that was something that I loved from the Kansas City Chiefs. And then I was talking about that Raiders defense and, well, how it's been lackluster. Got a couple guys that are able to do an okay job of being able to rush a passer, but hey, where have these guys been all season long? Chandler Jones has been making like Casper the friendly ghost on defense. He is just not stopping anything whatsoever. That has not been too terrific. You expected a little bit more from the secondary as well. That has been relatively brutal. Now, the good news for them is that they've got Denzel Perryman back in the fold. He missed a few games a little bit earlier in the season, and that should be able to help this team out just a little bit. And I honestly do like the linebacking core in general that they have, but they've been dealing with quite a few injuries on that linebacking core, and thus it has been a not-so-good season. The secondary is one of the worst that you're going to find in the NFL as well. So I do think that you've got good value to the over, but for the Kansas City Chiefs, I do think that a little bit of this as well comes down to what we saw a bit earlier. I'm sure that Patrick Mahomes remembers the 2020 game between the Raiders and the Chiefs where the Raiders came into Kansas City as more than a touchdown underdog. They got the outright win in that game. The Chiefs from there, they were really able to step up. They make a Super Bowl run. I think that that is still fresh in the mind of Patrick Mahomes. I'm sure that he remembers. Yeah, you know what? The Raiders, they got us two years ago. We are not going to let this happen again. And I do think that that is a little bit of something to take into account in this game. You can take into account that, yeah, the Raiders were able to get that win, but at the same time, completely different coaching staff. So I do think that that plays a little bit into it. But I do think that with Patrick Mahomes, he's done a very good job of turning the page on the Tyreek Hill era and, and give Tyreek Hill some credit. He's been able to tear it up with the Miami Dolphins as well. So both parties in terms of everything that we saw thus far have been able to do a solid job. But I do think that the Kansas City Chiefs, they've got the clear leg up in this game. Typically don't like to take the favorite of a touchdown or more in a primetime game. I'd be willing to do so in this ordeal. And total of 52, it's a high total. We've seen primetime unders go 11-5. and five. I think that this is one of these primetime unders that is going to be going over the total. And I do think that the primetime unders, they pick up once again on Thursday when you see, well, the Washington Commanders and the Chicago Bears. The good news is these two teams are going to have a very, very low bar to clear. So they've got that going for them. But I do think that the primetime unders are going to be going a little bit colder on Monday because I do think that you're going to have both teams be able to rack up the points. Won't be surprised if both teams are able to get to 24 in this Monday night football game. So looking at the over, and I am taking a look at the favorite. Now is the time that we had our VEASAN Pro Tip for this hour. You're able to sort these all by show and by sport. VEASAN.com slash subscribe for all of these. And it's something that I was talking about with Dave Tooley in hour number one. It's something that, personally, I think should deserve a little bit more consideration. When taking a look at teasers, perhaps ponder teasing the underdog a little bit more because something that we've noticed this year in the NFL is that coming into Sunday and 
It has been withholding throughout much of this week in general. Going into Sunday, unders were hitting at a rate of 60%. He mentioned that Dave did that. Unders went 8-6 and six here today on the Sunday, so that keeps that under rate hovering right around 60%. You just get a little bit more value when you've got north of a touchdown in a game that is involving, let's call it what it is, less scoring that a lot of the bookmakers are thinking there is going to be, and you just get a little bit more value in general. Having the points in these games where a lot of offenses are not getting going, you do have your outliers like that Steelers versus Bills game, but I do think that there's becoming a little bit more value on these underdogs in terms of teasers and where I do think there is some value as well. Taking a look forward to what we're going to be seeing in the divisional series of the MLB. We're going to be breaking that, that down next here on the Great Peterson Experience on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network. It's game time, baby! And you're just lying there? Watching on the couch? Uh-uh, that's not going to cut it. You need to get in the game with Best River Sportsbook. There you go. Now you're live in the action. Live in-game bets, live player props, and live player props, and live player props, and live player props. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote hey guys it is ryan i'm not sure if you know this about me but i'm a bit of a fun fanatic when i can i like to work but i like fun too it's a thing and now the truth is out there i can tell you about my favorite place to have fun chumba casino they have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.